Welcome to The Health Connection, consciously inspiring your success. The podcast that will inspire you to achieve your optimal health and empower your mind. Where the integration of both East and West unite to give you tips, methods, and inspiration to live the life you desire. With your host, trainer and speaker, doctor of oriental medicine, licensed acupuncture physician, Tai Chi and Qigong instructor, Justin Fontanini. Get ready for an amazing show starting right now. Welcome back. This is Health Connection. I'm your host, Justin Fontanini, where every day is a great day. Hope you guys are trying to have a good day, and I hope you've uh, done something fun in the midst of all this this pandemic situation going on. I, uh, I just want to remind you that uh, your immune system is your best defense, and do whatever you can to boost your immune system. 70 to 80% of it is in your uh, microbiome. It's in your gut. So if you're eating a lot of microwave food, taking too many... Uh, you know, things that are harmful to your microbiome, drugs, chemicals, preservatives, processed food, packaged foods, fast foods, foods that are dead, that are, uh, you know, they can sit on the shelf forever, canned food, processed food, all this stuff. It's not going to be such a benefit to your microbiome. You're going to have to start looking into uh, food that's been fermented, miso, sauerkraut, kimchi, others that are like this to, uh, to help your immune system. And then have to trade some things in for upgraded versions such as button mushrooms. You can trade them for shiitake mushrooms. Shiitakes are so wonderful for your immune system. And you can do a lot of research on that if you'd like. The, uh, the immune system is our, our best defense right now. And we have to realize that uh, we came from somewhere. We came from our mom and dad who came from a mom and dad who came from a mom and dad. And this went back for I don't know how long but you know, a couple hundred thousand years or more. It's humanity's been we're very old species, been here a long time, and it has your you and your all your ancestors have completely survived all the past plagues, the famines, the droughts, the fires, the disasters around the world. So you're the version 2.20 called 2020 version. It's a, it's, a, it's a very upgraded version. Your, your genetics and DNA, it contains the history within itself on uh, what to do and how to survive. So your, your system, you have to give your body credit. It's extremely powerful. Your immune system is made for these type of things. It's designed for it. You just have to get out of the way and uh, give the immune system what it needs to, to function optimally at a high level. But... Uh, this is, this is an important topic. I won't go too far into it, but as I look at most of Americans, the way we live, eat, we're the most obese nation in the world. We have the most heart disease. we got so much cancer. We're not too healthy. And the diet that people have been following, the standard American diet, if you just look at the acronym, it's, it's very sad. So that's why doctors everywhere are coming out and talking about the health uh, uh, with the diet and the microbiome and the importance of eating a whole foods diet full of nutrition, fresh fruits and vegetables. And this can only take you so far because if you look at where your fresh fruits and vegetables are coming from, they're not coming from your garden and you have no idea you know, where they came from, what they did to it, what kind of soil conditions they were grown in, what kind of water you know, watered it and what they actually may have put into the soil. So we don't know any of these things. So we're kind of eating blindly and uh, your trust can only go so far. And 
And I, I highly encourage you as, as the years to come, as we get through this pandemic, because as the sun rises, it will set. As this virus pandemic plays its course, it'll also finish off sometime in the future. But as it finishes off, I highly recommend you look into gardening, putting some fruit trees in your yard, or supporting your local organic uh, community farm, or finding an orchard, or some areas that grow you know, organic blueberries or strawberries, and, and support them. Uh, I, I watched an amazing video on uh, COVID-19 from Greg Braden. I was highly impressed. And at the end of the video, he says, as we get through this, humanity will never be the same. There'll be something we've learned out of it, and it, uh, it won't go back to the original. And I agree, because this is too huge for the whole world. And I think it's time that we, uh, we start thinking about the food we're eating, because we're eating food that's been shipped around the world, and, and all the pollution from you know, the shipping, the air and the boat, and however else it gets transported by semi, the, uh, all this pollution that goes into just eating an orange or, or strawberries, when we have all the ability to have what we need local, and there wouldn't be any wasted uh, you know, resources to, uh, to transport that. So he was talking about this in the future, We'll start thinking about more producing stuff locally, growing food locally, you know, supporting the local people, whatever products they produce, whatever food they produce, and having local, you know, gardens and community gardens and stuff. This is very important now because uh, I heard about the videos or the pictures above China and some other areas that are very polluted that you can't normally see through the pollution. And then now that the industry has stopped, the, uh, the pollution is cleared and you can see the sun and satellites can also see the, uh, the cities. So this is quite an eye-opener and a shocker for some that you know, haven't seen that for a while because the pollution is continuous all the time. And then uh, I've seen and heard about some rivers that have cleared up because the pollution is less because of less activity because we're on lockdown. So it just shows how much as a human species we're affecting the Mother Earth and it's so important to uh, to try to become a better version, an upgraded version. So this is quite interesting. Uh, with that said, today, today let's talk about coherence. This is very important because uh, within us, uh, our body can be completely segmented. It can be completely unregulated, completely not working together. And for example, your brain waves. There's different levels. There's beta brain waves, which is our our normal consciousness as we're awake we're in our, our in beta beta brain waves as we start getting a little bit you know calm relaxed and even a little bit kind of daydreaming we start dropping our brain waves a little slower into uh, into alpha and as it gets slower yet we start getting sleepy and drowsy starts getting to theta and then we may have even fallen asleep and then once we're out we're completely asleep we're in uh, delta brain waves and uh, you may wonder why is this important because this is important because as we look at beta waves when our brain is awake when we're consciously awake we're in beta wave but there's three levels there's low middle and high when someone's in high beta waves the uh, the basically they're stressed out they're stressed out to the max the brain waves are going too fast and you can see this on a uh, on a uh, brain scan and it's, it's very clear they got hard science on this now and this is important because right now everybody all over the place all over the world to some level is stressed out 
they might have lost their job, they lost work, their work is impacted, and they may be working at the bank, the grocery store, or some other stores because they're still open because they're considered an essential you know, store or they're in the medical field and they're doing their thing, but they're terrified. They're scared they're gonna contact this virus. So with all this emotional stress, this fear, this anxiety, this panic, this, uh, all these emotions, it's gonna put our brain waves into high beta, which when that happens, all of a sudden, the brain waves, they stop working together. The brain stops coordinating so well. And as this happens, the, the cortisol and the adrenaline, they, they spike. They increase and trigger the fight or flight response in the body. And all of a sudden, our brain waves, they start to segment, our brain segments. And then all of a sudden, instead of the brain working in harmony, it's basically kind of like a company. It, nobody's working together. So the company just breaks down and it completely fails. So our brain, it can be like this too. When we're stressed out to the maximum, we can't think clear. We can't think clear because the, the brain is not working in harmony. It's, it's such a high beta wave that we lost the ability to think, focus, and reason and have logical thinking. This all went out the window. So we start making irrational decisions, irrational choices, irrational uh, all kinds of stuff. And then because the brain's doing that, because the brain's like the CEO of the entire body, the CEO, the brain, it starts sending incoherent signals to all the cells, to all the immune cells, to all the digestion, to the heart, to the uh, intestines, to all the limbs, to the circulation. And because of the fight or flight response, this is what happened. Because the emotions were so powerful in the body. And the emotions basically started making the body not work together at all. And all of a sudden, the digestion it just kind of stops. It's not working so well. So when you're stressed out, you can't digest food so well. So you start to get malabsorption, indigestion, and kind of all kinds of digestive complaints. And this will go back to normal if the stress is short. But if it goes on for a period of time or if it's quite intense, the, uh, the digestion will get really impacted. And it could be long-term and even produce some kind of uh, ailments or disease in the stomach which is all emotionally triggered and this is important for one reason and the reason this is important is because about 70 to 80 percent of your immune systems in your gut and if your brain is sending incoherent signals that are unbalanced creating a disharmony from the brain to the gut then the gut the digestion is not going to work the immune system is not going to be up and if the immune system is not up then your immune system is not functioning at par. And then all of a sudden, your defense decrease. As your defense decrease, you're going to be more susceptible. So I'm trying to help you to understand that the emotions are very crucial to impact your immune system. This is very, very important. And then the other things that happen, as the brain waves go to high beta and they start functioning in an incoherent level, the brain starts sending signals to the heart. Then the heart, the heart rate variability, it starts to change. And all of a sudden, it starts to show that the sympathetic nerve system's very active. It's like the gas pedal's on. And as the gas pedal's on and the sympathetic nerve system cranks, it just keeps us right in that fight or flight, you know, stage. And then the cortisol, the adrenaline, they just keep getting secreted through the body, wrecking havoc. And that's why they call the cortisol the death hormone. We don't want that. We want... We want other hormones that are, are neurotransmitters that are more healthy and more uh, beneficial to our body, such as DHEA. 
which is like a longevity hormone that can get secreted when you have a sense of well-being, a sense of peace, a sense of gratitude and love and joy. These motions are going to help secrete the DHEA from the adrenals versus the, uh, the uh, cortisol. And this is very important too because imagine you're a battery. Imagine your whole body has so much life force. When you start getting high beta waves in your brain and you're really stressed out, your adrenal glands are going to start to over-secrete cortisol. And as they over-secrete cortisol, the, uh, the, the precursors to this are going to be like the pregnenolone and the uh, progesterone and other, other hormones. These, these hormones, the pregnenolone and others, they're, they're used to manufacture the cortisol. So if your body is secreting lots of cortisol, you're consuming the raw material. As you consume the raw material, you're basically consuming your life force. Your battery is going to become weaker. And then because of that, you're going to be put into an aging process. And I learned this from HeartMath Institute. HeartMath has hard science and all this. It's very phenomenal. But our emotions, the more our brain cranks up high, it's like you're driving a car and you put on the gas pedal. And as you keep your foot on the gas, you can drive really fast and go far. But at the same time, you're consuming gas. And it's just a matter of time before you run out of gas. So the more stressed out you are, the more you're going to consume your life force, the raw material, and your storage of uh, hormones that are in your body stored in the endocrine system. So this is really important because your immune system right now is, is one of the uh, best defenses. And if you can keep your immune system up, the, uh, that would be my best recommendation for you. And what we can do is create something what we call heart and brain coherence. You see, the left and right brain, they want to work together, but sometimes we get stuck on our left brain or our right brain, and the whole thing's not working together. Sometimes we get so fixated on the stress, we get so fixated on this thing or that thing, our mind starts to segment. We get too many things going on in our life between family, bills, work, all these projects we're doing, taking care of the house, taking care of family members, taking care of our body, our health, our exercise. Pretty soon... All these things going on, and then to throw that out, another thing on top of that, this COVID-19 virus, then our work gets affected, our finances get affected. All of a sudden, there's so many things in our brains, like there's like too much, and then our brain becomes completely incoherent, and those signals start sending signals to the autonomic nerve system, to the vagus nerves, and then the vagus nerve, which dominates a lot of our internal viscera, they start getting incoherent signals. And these signals start causing the organs to malfunction and become incoherent. So in Chinese medicine, we call the heart, we call it the emperor. Without the heart, that's it. The whole system's done. The circulation and the quality of our circulation of highly oxygenated, alkaline-rich blood is the most crucial for our health. So the heart, we call the emperor. But the, the mind, through our five senses, can affect our brain waves can make our brain incoherent, can make our heart incoherent. So I want to share a technique with you guys how to make the heart and brain coherence unite as one. So if we can unite these two together, then we got something to work for. So the, the first thing to do is we, we can't really tell the brain, hey brain, can you stop thinking about this COVID-19 virus? Can you stop thinking about all the money you don't have? Can you stop, stop worrying about if you're going to catch the virus? The brain is really powerful. We can't turn the monkey off. It's like constant thought, one thought to the next to the next. And then we can't tell our our heart, heart, can you regulate the heartbeat and make your blood pressure decrease? 
the heart won't listen. We can't tell the liver, hey liver, can you detoxify better and uh, start to release all this, these chemicals out of your body? He won't listen. Hey digestion, can you go to the bathroom at least once a day, every day consistent? Uh, the gut, he won't listen either. But there's only one. And in Chinese medicine, we say the lung, it dominates our chi. It dominates the life force in our body. And I took that for, for what they say, what I learned in school. And then through over 15 years of practicing, I started to understand it to a better degree. But it wasn't until HeartMath had the research on the effects of the lung. And I've read the research. It's beautiful. What they found out is the lung... Regular breathing will keep you alive. It'll just maintain our physiology. But what they found scientifically, when you inhale at least five seconds and you exhale at least five seconds, when you start putting this into a rhythm, inhale five, very slow, gentle, even. Exhale five, very slow, gentle, and even. All of a sudden, this rhythmic breath, it starts causing a reaction through the vagus nerve up to the higher centers of the brain. In the higher centers of the brain, they start getting this new input from this very coherent, very synchronized rhythmic breathing. And the brain's like, oh, this is interesting. I'm getting this new signal through the vagus nerve from the lung. Okay, I think I'll follow. Then all of a sudden, the brain waves, they start to slow down and become more in a low beta. And then as you keep breathing, it starts to pass the analytical mind, dropping into the subconscious mind, into the the alpha brain waves, and then the body starts getting really relaxed. And as the brain starts calming down, relaxing, all of a sudden the signal from the brain it starts sending a new signal out, a more coherent signal, a more calm, peaceful, balanced signal to the rest of the body, especially to the heart via the vagus nerve. And then all of a sudden the heart it starts getting this new input through the autonomic nerve system, through the vagus nerve. And then the, the, the heart rate variability, the heart rate, it starts to change. It starts to become very coherent. The heart starts to change. And you can see this. I have a, a computer program from HeartMath. It's called the M-Wave. And I can put your, your I can get the information from your heart rate variability. And there's a lot of apps that do this all over everywhere. You can find them on the computer, download on your phone. You can buy programs. So I have one. And I can put it there and I can see how incoherent someone's body's functioning just by doing this but it's not so important to, to know right now it's more important just to do the end result we want to create a, a high level coherence so by way of breathing it changes the brain waves makes them slow down and all of a sudden the input to the heart starts to change and as you continue breathing the uh, the heart rate's going to become very coherent very synchronized very rhythmic and if you start to throw in an elevated emotion a uh, positive emotion of joy, gratitude, love, peace, happiness, something positive, and you try to self-generate this emotion at a high level, all of a sudden, if you do really good, we now know that the heart has oxytocin. We call it the bonding, the love hormone. As soon as you start generating this, this emotion, the heart's going to release some levels of oxytocin. When high levels of oxytocin come out, they're going to shut off the area in the brain we call the emotional area, the limbic center inside the amygdala. It's going to start to shut it down, decreasing pain and emotions and making you start to feel really, really good. And then, and then you'll start to feel like 
the stress kind of faded away. This is all through what we call self-regulation technique. Now, it's one thing to go through life, and then whatever happens, you just respond to. And you don't really have any control over it. You don't have any method how to self-regulate the body. And you just deal with the consequences of what happened to your body. That's most people. But some, and this has been going on through history, it's, it's not a new invention. Some people, they learn how to self-regulate themselves through meditation or silent prayer or breathing practices. There is nothing that's religious about it. There's nothing that's, oh, this is a cult, this is whatever. It is breathing. You learn how to do an adequate breath to get more oxygen through your body to cause a coherent signal from your lung to your brain, your brain back to your heart, you're doing yourself a big favor. Now, if you could accept this, and if you could dedicate yourself to do this twice a day, and the best time to do this is first thing in the morning when you first wake up, because you're just waking up, you're still within your subconscious mind. You haven't completely woke up, so you're not in the, your conscious mind, you're in your subconscious and as you start to go to bed, you start to get sleepy, more drowsy. You're starting to drop out of beta waves, getting into alpha and theta. You're starting to approach your, your subconscious mind. So by way of timing, you can time it right and have access to your subconscious mind. You can start throwing in a very coherent signal with the breathing and the elevated motion. All of a sudden, your autonomic nerve system is going to start to self-regulate and your whole system is going to start to work as, as one. And if you can create a heart-brain coherence, your whole system will upgrade. Your immune system will upregulate completely. And if you can upregulate your immune system, that's your best defense right now with, against this virus. Because if your immunity is low, the people that are going to get sick and die, they're the ones with the uh, some kind of illness, disease, a low immune system, something. It just Everything didn't work out and it got them. So the best we can do, stay positive, we can do the meditation, we can cultivate the elevated emotion with the breathing and try to create heart and brain coherence so our body can have a fighting chance. Because our immune system, as we know through fight or fight and through the cortisol and adrenaline, it can, uh, it can basically shut down the immune system by way of you know, all the physiological processes. So our best bet is to sit peaceful and quiet. And then uh, as we sit there peaceful and quiet, we just take a few deep breaths. And then we start to slow it down. Start to rhythmic, uh, make the breath more rhythmic. And as we slow it down become more rhythmic, try to lengthen it. Try to get around five seconds or even more, which would be better. And you need to time yourself because you don't know how many seconds you're breathing unless you really look. So you gotta, you got to look and count. And then once you get the idea, you try to maintain, maintain that. And every once in a while, you can look. And as you start breathing, you just let the autonomic nerve system do its own thing. And the oxygen is going to have one benefit, but this rhythmic signal that's going through the vagus nerve to tone it, to strengthen it, to help it, it's going to go to the brain. It's going to start to cause the brain to become more coherent, help the brain waves slow down. It's going to help take the gas pedal off the sympathetic nerve system, which gets activated with stress. And it's going to start to cause it to calm down. The parasympathetic will start to get more activated. And then the brain will send a signal back into the heart. Your heartbeat will change. And if you keep the elevated emotion as best you can by thinking of something positive, trying to self-generate an elevated emotion of joy, gratitude, and love, 
as you can generate this emotional well-being with inside yourself, the heart is connected individually to every entire cell in your entire body. So if your heart starts becoming very rhythmic, it's going to generate an electrical impulse because the heart is an electrical organ. It can produce the largest electrical field in the entire body and it, it, it connects to the, uh, to the uh, torus field. The torus field is it's generated from the electromagnetism of the body by way of the heart. The heart has the electrical field that's very powerful that can extend past the body, but it connects to each cell. And your cells are 100 times, they're 100 times more sensitive to electromagnetic energy than to chemicals. So as you generate an electromagnetic feeling of gratitude and love, that emotion is going to be sent out through your system to each cell. So by way of the breathing to the brain, brain to the heart, generating an emotion, the electrical field, the frequency will change. It'll go to the heart, uh, into the cells. And then all the cells are going to all of a sudden get a different signal. They're going to get a signal of gratitude, joy, love in a very coherent rhythm. All of a sudden, all the cells are going to start to get an influence from what you're doing, and it's going to cause a reaction internally. It's going to help your whole system to unite, to come to one. So the 40 or 50 trillion cells, instead of not working together, they're going to join force. And as all your organs, all your DNA, all your cells, your heart and your brain all join together, your immune system is going to get very powerful. And if you keep doing this day after day after day, you're going to start to condition the electromagnetic field around your body called the torus field. The electrical field around your body in Chinese we call the primordial qi field. We call hunyan qi chong. As this gets stronger, the whole system took an upgrade. And this is going to be one of our best defenses. So I'm basically teaching you how to self-regulate your body to cause a physiological change to each of the cells, to the DNA, to the organs, to your heart and brain, to unite them, to come together as one. So all the whole body comes together as one force to make your immune system as one. Because imagine you have a bacterial infection in your gut. You got a sinus infection in your nose. You got some skin disease on your skin. And all of a sudden you start to think about that and you realize your immune system is very busy. It's distracted. It's busy in the gut, busy in the skin, busy in your sinus. Your immune system's busy. It's not working together because it's segmented. It's not focused in one. But if we can bring everything together, next thing you might notice, like HeartMath already found out, health things can change. Blood pressure can decrease. They have science on it already. The immune system can change. They have science on it already. All you have to do is look on your heart math. You can find out all kinds of amazing research because your immunity is one of our best defenses. And just today, today's the March 29th, over 10,000 people died in Italy. And then uh, I think so far about 80 or 90 some thousand people got infected. Here in the U.S., as of March 29th, we have... 129,000 people affected, but it went from China to Italy and Spain, and now it's finally worked its way to the U.S., so we haven't even hit the brunt of it, and, and a lot of uh, 
A lot of our immunity could use a boost. So prevention's the name of the game. An ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. So if you take this method, it's really simple. Just do the rhythmic breathing over five seconds per inhale and exhale. So that's five seconds in, five seconds out. Let the body do its thing. You don't even need to know what the body's going to do. You just start to feel the effect. Start generating an elevating emotion of gratitude and love inside. And as you do that, the body will upregulate all kinds of things in the system. It's going to help you out, help keep the emotions down, help keep the stress down. I recommend do it five to ten minutes every day, two times a day or three times a day, depending on how much time you have. And then if you want to throw a prayer in there at the end or in the beginning, I'd recommend do it at the end because when you're in coherence, when you're in harmony and you do a prayer coming from a, a place of high love and gratitude, it's going to be more effective. And you got to engage your five senses. If you can engage your five senses while doing your prayer, that's more of a complete prayer. And especially when you're in a coherent state with elevated joy and love. So this will help you out. You can uh, pass this podcast to your friends, to your family. Let them let them listen to it. Let them in, uh, partake in the meditation. And then uh, if you want to learn more about what I'm talking about, you can visit HeartMath. And you can see all their research they have. They have plenty of research. It's phenomenal. They're doing a, a great job for humanity. And I, I, I applaud them for that. Because, of course, we know there's companies and corporations in the world that they pollute. They uh, they strip resources from the land. They cut down trees, and they're they're actually doing more harm to the planet and to humanity. And that's why, as the world slows down because of this COVID nineteen, as we take a breath, we can look, and we can start to see the impacts that humans are having on the earth. And if we want to keep living here as a species, there's only one way. It's called yin yang balance. We give and take. We live in harmony with nature. We don't try to dominate and control nature by manipulation, by cutting it and manipulating and controlling it. There's only one way. We've got to live in harmony. And until we achieve this, we got a lot to learn. And right now, it's a time that we come together. We start thinking about our way of life, our way of actions, because the people dying right now, they are the canaries in the coal mine. They're, they're making us find compassion. Find the, uh, the love for our family, for our life. They're making us realize what's important. And it's not always the money that's important. Because as, as all this is going on, we start to look and realize that, wow, it can be taken away in one instant. And as everything's taken away in one instant, that's the moment where we learn. So unfortunately, humans, uh, uh, all of us, we learn when things are, are at its worst sometimes. So that's why wonderful things can come out of chaos. And that just follows the philosophy of yin and yang. When the bad thing happens, the, the new thing comes out of it. So it's part of what we know in yin yang, understanding the philosophy. So let's, let's unite, come together as one humanity. Be very cautious, you know, you know be clean. Be in areas that are uh, going to not affect you. You know, large groups of people, you know, Whatever you can do for your immune system by way of diet, nutrition, the emotions we talked about. The emotions are the most important because you can take all the vitamins and mushrooms you want for your immune system. But if you're anxious, panicked, stressed out to the max and worried, no matter what you consume, you're not going to absorb it. You're not going to digest it. 
and then your immune system is going to drop anyways because of all the emotions are affecting your microbiome and your gut and 70-80% of your immune system is in the gut. So let's beat this thing. Let's, uh, let's unite as one humanity. Generate love. Let the love radiate to the entire biosphere of the human race, of the whole world. And let this frequency vibration go outward and then uh, promote an elevation of consciousness, a higher frequency. So lower frequency things such as the virus, they, they can't survive. So use your love to heal the world. Use your love to heal your body. It's only by way of love generated by your heart that this frequency will go in through the quantum field and then cause a change. So the change starts with you. Let's join together. Study, read. you got time now. Develop yourself. And I, I applaud you. I wish you the best of luck. Until next time, if you like this, click the like button. That way more can hear it and learn from it. And then we'll go from there, all right? Have a blessed day. We'll talk to you later.